1: on the westbound span. One lane open either direction, the center line closes a buffer, but no delays between the eastern shore and the western shore. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. All right, Ken, it's Veronica Johnson, 7 News, First Alert Chief Meteorologist.
0: From the 30s to the 20s, our temperatures will be dropping fast again tonight with just a few scattered clouds and light winds. Your high temperature Tomorrow, 44 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Tomorrow's 44 degree high temperature will be the warmest it's been in a little more than a week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
2: Springfield at 30, Farragut Square 29, Laurel 26 degrees and falling to the middle and lower 20s.
3: You're listening
2: to WTOP,
0: Washington's news, traffic, and weather station.
3: WTOP News. Facts matter.
2: Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up.
4: Montgomery County School Superintendent says she's staying put. The Board of Education is saying very little. I'm Kate Ryan. A
2: teenager is dead, another injured in a shooting near the Deanwood Metro Station in Northeast.
5: A man who fled the country after murdering his wife in Fairfax County more than 30 years ago is arrested. I'm Valerie Baum.
2: Abortion rights advocates in Maryland launch a campaign in support of a state constitutional amendment on abortion protection.
1: A lawmaker's plan to bring a casino to Northern Virginia. I'm Scott Gelman.
2: Asia-Pacific markets mostly higher, and it was a winning day on Wall Street. 12 o'clock.
3: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. We begin with the latest on a developing story. Police in Joliet, Illinois, confirmed to CBS News that they believe the man who shot and killed a total of eight people in three locations since Sunday shot and killed himself after a confrontation with police southwest of San Antonio, Texas. Joliet Police Chief Bill Evans says police don't have a motive for the killings, but he says the shooter knew his victims. We have seven here at this scene. We have another at the Will County scene. Laura Bain lives four houses away from one of those shooting scenes.
6: It's frightening that this is so close to home. I literally live like probably four houses
3: down. Voters in New Hampshire have a decision to make. Jim
7: of Hanover, New Hampshire says his vote for Nikki Haley is all about policy.
3: We need a candidate, a president who is policy focused. Policy focused means doing the work of finding a way to get bills passed that address major national issues. Debt, health care costs, inflation, the
7: border. Augusta is all in for Donald Trump.
4: a lot of people that are purely anti-Trump and i understand that but i think they don't see the real trump and i think they don't see what what he accomplished i mean one of the major things i think was the economy matt
7: piper cbs news manchester new hampshire
3: not too long ago california was in a drought Now it's dealing with too much rain, says CBS's Elise Preston.
4: All of California has seen significant rainfall over the last few days, but San Diego, which is about 100 miles south of here, really bore the brunt of this storm. There are so many emergency calls, drivers are being warned to stay off the roads.
3: An execution is scheduled in Alabama Thursday that would be the first to use nitrogen gas. Deborah Denno is a law professor at Fordham University and an expert in execution methods.
6: the most punitive western country and that includes implementing the death penalty
3: while the number of children younger than six ingesting liquid laundry detergent packets has dropped in recent years there's actually been an increase in such incidents involving older children teens and even adults says cbs's jim chrisula
7: according to a new study from nationwide children's hospital at the central ohio poison center there were nine deaths associated with the ingestion of laundry detergent packets all nine fatalities involved adults, seven of whom were more than 70 years old.
3: A pro-Palestinian protester threw anti-war pamphlets onto a tennis court at the Australian Open, briefly disrupting play. Two spectators held the protester until security arrived. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at
7: Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. WTOP at 1203. Good Tuesday morning, January 23rd, 2024. Welcome into the Midnight Hour. Scattered clouds, cold this overnight early morning. According to Veronica, we should be looking for a low in the 20s. We're at 29 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your Midnight Hour Ride Tuesday. Monifa McKnight is where we begin this morning. That's the Montgomery County School Superintendent. She went public just this week with a statement saying members of the Board of Education had made clear to her that they'd like her to step away from her job. But she says this morning she's not going anywhere. So is she still the leader right now this morning of Maryland's largest school district or not?
4: After Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight released a statement saying there was no justification for the school board to seek her removal and that she regarded the attempt as a violation of her contract, given evaluations that showed she met expectations, the school board released a statement of its own. After its closed-door meeting late Monday, the board wrote that as a personnel matter, quote, We, as her employer, will not be providing further comment at this time. School leadership has been under a microscope after a principal accused of sexual harassment and bullying was promoted. A county inspector general's report found that principal, Joel Bidelman, violated the school system's policies. A second investigation from the IG on how the school system handled the case is expected soon. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.04
7: Tuesday. Also new this morning on WTOP, one teen is dead. Another hurt in a shooting incident in Northeast D.C. Happened near the Deanwood Metro Station around 3.30 Monday afternoon on Minnesota Avenue. D.C. police say this morning the teens were then driving a stolen car. Stole a stolen Kia
8: automobile. It was taken earlier today out of Prince George's County. Um, while traveling northbound in Minnesota, uh, another vehicle, the suspect vehicle, pulled up alongside them and opened fire.
7: DC Police Department Assistant Chief Rami Kyle this morning on Wtlp According to police, three men ran away from the scene. They were all wearing black and were headed toward Mead Street. Police this hour searching for a light-colored Acura sedan that was involved. In this shooting incident, after fleeing the United States more than 30 years ago, three decades, a man accused of murdering his estranged wife in Virginia has not been arrested. He avoided accountability.
5: Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis said Jose Cruz was the prime suspect in his wife, Anna Gerardo's murder. But immediately after, police say he stabbed his wife to death in Falls Church. He fled to Costa Rica.
1: We've never forgotten the family. Uh, we've never forgotten the seriousness of this senseless crime. In
5: 1991, detectives had a felony murder warrant for his arrest. Then eight years later, Fairfax County detectives traveled to El Salvador to find Cruz and find more information about his whereabouts, but didn't find him. About two years ago, the Department of Justice reached out to the Fairfax County police and said that Cruz had been captured while crossing from Nicaragua to Costa Rica. Cruz was surrendered to the U.S. Marshals Service on Thursday and extradited to the U.S. Valerie Bonk to be a TOP News. WT.O.P. At
7: 1206 supporters of abortion rights locally marking Monday's 51st anniversary of Roe v. Wade by introducing a measure now that would make the right to an abortion part of the Maryland Constitution. Maryland First Lady Don Moore this week telling abortion rights supporters while states like West Virginia have closed their doors to abortion, Maryland's doors are still open. Democrats outnumber Republicans in Maryland two to one. A new entertainment district with a casino, conference center, and a hotel could be built locally in Fairfax County. It's all part of legislation recently introduced before Virginia's General Assembly.
2: We're losing $150 million a year going across the river to MGM. That's one of the reasons State Senator Dave Marsden is hoping to bring a casino and conference center to Tyson's. And we strategically
8: located it just on the west side
2: of Route 7, close to the uh, Spring Hill Metro and close to the Dulles Access Road. Marsden recently filed a bill to start the process. This would be a spectacular source of revenue for both the Commonwealth and Fairfax County.
1: uh. He launched a similar plan last year, but withdrew it. Marsden suspects some people will have an issue with the image of gambling and not everyone is on board. The McLean Citizens Association, for one, says it's concerned about the plan. Scott Gelman, WTOP News.
7: Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. 1207 Traffic and Mother on the way.
5: Donate
3: today at carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. cars for kids
0: Donate your car today. Now accepting donations
3: of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate.
0: Midnight. You're with WTOP 19
7: Lane. Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome into the Midnight Hour. Time now on WTOP 1208. Glad you're in with us this morning. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael- Traffic and, and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, guaranteed 24 7 on WTLP Traffic First. And for that, we say good morning first to Ken Berger and the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you,
1: Dean. Good morning, everybody. Uh, that broken-down vehicle in Anne Arundel County that was on southbound 295 just past 32 has been cleared. Do have the work zone going on on northbound 295. Uh, this is blocks the left lane between 100 and 195. Also, reports some activity on the southbound side. Also, in Anne Arundel County, on eastbound 100, right lane closed between Arundel Mills Boulevard and Telegraph Road, Maryland 170, because of the work zone. At the Bay Bridge, the eastbound span is closed tonight with two-way operations in the westbound span, one-lane in either direction with that buffer zone, uh, the buffer lane closed, uh, the central lane, and not seeing any delays between Kent Island and Sandy Point. In Virginia, northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard, right lane gets by, and then uh, 95 southbound between the Alcaquan and 123. The one left lane is blocked. Then southbound 95 in Spotsylvania County around US 1. Uh, that's right in the, uh, the Fredericksburg area. Guardrail upgrades, taking away the central lane, right lane, along with the right shoulders, and move over to the far left side but not seeing any delays up and down the 95 corridor. Despite the work zones, there are no work zones reported either side of 395 between Springfield and the Pentagon on the Beltway in a loop. Right after the dulles Tow Road, you'll find the left lane left-center block, a left-center lane blocked over in the northwest in McLean. Go electric to Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall. Dot com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic.
0: From the 30s to the 20s, our temperatures will be dropping fast again tonight with just a few scattered clouds and light winds. Your high temperature tomorrow, 44 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Tomorrow's 44 degree high temperature will be the warmest it's been in a little more than a week. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
7: Right now, we are in 29 degrees in our nation's capital, brought to you this midnight hour, Tuesday morning, January 23rd, on WTOP by Longfence. Save 25% on Longfence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 1210, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past each hour. Let's check in now with Jeff this morning.
3: JetBlue and Spirit Airlines have appealed a federal judge's ruling that blocks their $3.8 billion merger. Wilson Tennis Racket Maker. Amer Sports has filed for an IPO that could raise $1.8 million. The Georgetown Metropolitan reports District Donuts has closed its M Street location, though it still has three others. The Dow closed above 38,000 for the first time Monday, gaining 138 points. The S&P 500 closed in another record. Jeff Claymore, WTOP News.
7: And overseas this early morning, Asian stocks are mainly higher. This midnight hour, our first check, the Nikkei is up by 118 this morning. The Cosby's up nine. The Hang Seng is up 369 and the Shanghai is down by almost 10 points. We're on the campaign trail preview of the New Hampshire primary later today. Coming up next on WTLP, do stay with us. It's 1211. This is National Passenger Safety Week when we remind
2: all passengers to speak up if in a vehicle being driven unsafely. Is the driver impaired, texting, or speeding? Are they driving aggressively by tailgating or jumping from lane to lane? Passengers should have the courage to intervene and speak up. It can save your life and the lives of others in the car and on the road. Visit nationalpassengersafety.org. A message from the National Road Safety Foundation, and we
8: save lives. WTOP at 1212. Good morning. Shuba's Express, I'm Ross Crystal. James Rowland, La Brea star Owen Mackin, and Lizzie Green of A Million Little Things have been cast in the upcoming Netflix romantic drama, Ransom Canyon. Based on the books by Jody Thomas, the series is described as a romance fueled family drama and a contemporary Western saga that charts the intersecting lives of three ranching families. Jason 2J's Jennings is a washed up ex professional football star who's hit rock bottom. When Jason is sentenced to community service coaching an unruly Pee-Wee football team, he sees it as an opportunity to turn his life around. Snoop Dogg stars as Jason in The Underdogs. We brought in great writers to take my story and my idea, and we brought in some kids from my football league to help us pattern and shape the story, and then we brought in real people who could help this become a real movie and not just, you know, something that's like a Saturday afternoon special. We want this to hit, a, hit you in the heart, and for people to really understand that this is something that I treasure. This is like one of my babies, you know what I'm saying, to be able to present this motion picture. The Underdogs premieres Friday on Prime Video. She's a former star of Guiding Light and One Life to Live. Now a lifestyle expert and the author of a new book about using movement and mindset to create success in life. Sonia Sattra joins me on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront, available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to get the very latest in entertainment news by signing up for our daily newsletter at showbizexpress.com. And for the Showbiz Express Network, I'm Ross Crystal. Stay
3: up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather.
4: You're with WTOP and Dean Lane.
7: And a good Tuesday morning, January 23rd. Welcome in. Glad you're starting your midnight hour with us this morning here at WTOP. If you're just joining us, we're seeing some... Scattered clouds throughout this overnight, early morning cold. Veronica says the low will be in the 20s in most of the region. We're at 29 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. 1214 on WTOP.
3: This is WTOP News.
7: Let's talk politics on WTOP Tuesday morning, campaign 2024. We are less than 24 hours away now from the New Hampshire primary. Republican presidential hopeful Nikki Haley is looking to pull off an upset on Tuesday against former President Donald J. Trump, who continues to lead in the polls this morning. It's now a one-on-one contest as we go into New Hampshire, with Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dropping out of the race over this past weekend. This morning, Julia Manchester, national politics reporter for The Hill, joins our Dimitri Sotis from New Hampshire, With the latest on how the Haley Camp is prepping for this primary.
6: For Nikki Haley and her supporters, look, they are saying they're optimistic. Uh, This afternoon, her campaign told us and a number of other media outlets that they have raised $500,000 since Florida Governor Ron DeSantis dropped out of the race yesterday. So that's within a 24-hour period. Now, talking to her allies, they have this logic of, look, uh, if DeSantis dropped out, um, his supporters were looking for a Trump alternative, and Haley is the only Trump alternative Left in the race, but the problem with that logic or that strategy, if you will, is that a lot of polling shows that a lot of Desantis supporters' their second choice was Trump, not Haley. So we're seeing that the Haley campaign does have some optimism. You know, they announced a few days ago that they're launching a four million dollar ad buy in South Carolina, which is going to start up the day after the New Hampshire primary tomorrow. But at the same time, I think there is some tempered expectations. President Trump is leading. The Hill Decision Desk HQ average shows Trump leading by an average of 11 points. So it's going to be a tough uphill climb for her.
2: It does sound like because of the big ad buy, the infusion of cash here since DeSantis dropped out, uh, Nikki Haley may try to stay alive regardless of the outcome in New Hampshire. Like, let's say she's really clobbered uh, tomorrow night. She may still hang around for a bit.
6: Absolutely. It sort of reminds me of 2016 when you had other candidates like Florida Senator Marco Rubio, for example, who noticed who very notably stayed around through New Hampshire, and he ended up losing his home state of Florida, um, you know, regrettably. So it's a question that if Haley is going to take that risk. And we have to remember, too, there's a 30, 32-day time period between New Hampshire and South Carolina, and a lot can happen then. Haley could make up a lot of ground, or Trump could continue to solidify his lead in South Carolina. The, even though Haley was a popular governor, it's, an, and it's her home state. Trump is leading by quite a bit in South Carolina, so it's you know, a challenge for her.
7: That's Julia Manchester, national politics reporter for The Hill on WTOP with our Dimitri Sokis. Quick look at the top stories Tuesday morning we're following this early hour on WTOP. Locally Montgomery County School Superintendent says this morning the school board warns her out. WTOP is investigating. The suspected gunman accused in the killing of eight people over a two-day period in suburban Chicago is dead. And one of two Navy SEALs lost in a military operation off the coast of Somalia identified as 37-year-old Christopher Chambers locally of Maryland. The other SEAL who lost his life is identified this morning as 27-year-old Nathan Gage Ingram. Keep it here for more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTLP.com.
5: Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact NoStomachForCancer.org for more information.
7: Coming right up after traffic and weather on WTOP in the midnight hour for you. It's still cold with snow on the ground, but D.C. wants to focus on jobs in the summer. I'm Nick Iinelli. You're with Dean Lane
0: on WTOP. A Tuesday morning,
7: January 23rd. Thanks for starting your early morning with us Tuesday at 1218. <laughs> Second, uh, first with Ken Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Thank you,
1: Dean. New accident reported in Loudoun County. The uh, Loudoun County Sheriff's Office reports that one lane on eastbound Old Ox Road at Shaw Road in Sterling, one lane is blocked because of the accident. The police on the scene to help you get through. So expect a brief delay on the outbound Key Bridge. uh, Still reports of a missing manhole cover right at the beginning of the bridge as you come out of Georgetown across the river into Virginia, but not causing any difficulty signs posted and light volume of traffic. Third Street Tunnel southbound between New York Avenue and the Freeway. Way, Watch out for the work zone. Single lane getting by. Right lane closed on inbound New York Avenue because of the work zone set up at Florida Avenue. And traffic getting by in the right lane on outbound New York Avenue between 1st Street, Northeast, and Florida Avenue. In Virginia, northbound 95 at Dale Boulevard. Right lane getting by the work zone. Southbound 95 between the Occoquan and 123. Single left lane closed. And the more Road work going on southbound 95 in Spotsylvania County. This is uh, right around US1 for guardrail upgrades the central lane right lane and the right shoulder are all blocked because of this but traffic getting by to the left side without any difficulty on the interloop in Virginia after the Dulles tow Road left lane left uh, left lane and left center lane blocked also on the loop right after Springfield interchange you find the left lane closed because of the road work also in Virginia eastbound or rather westbound 66 after the Rosalind tunnel one lane co- uh, one lane closed because of maintenance operations I'm Ken Berger WTO P traffic
0: Low morning temperatures in the 20s across the area. Not quite as cold as it's been, but still below freezing. Later today, our temperatures will rise into the low and mid-40s. We'll have mostly cloudy skies. There's a chance for an isolated shower in the afternoon and evening. That could carry into Wednesday morning. We'll have to watch for some isolated areas where we could have some freezing fog or drizzle north and west of D.C. Otherwise, temperatures on Wednesday closer to 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center.
7: 29. DuPont Circle, 25 Germantown, 29 Annandale. We are looking at 29 degrees and holding at our nation's capital and coming right up this half hour.
3: Prince George's
7: hasn't seen growth where
3: it's wanted. Here's how it might fix that. I'm John Dome, and Plus, well, Monumental Sports had to say
2: to small business owners about the possible move of the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Mike Marilla.
3: WTOP and 7 News First Alert Weather.
0: Up to the minute forecasts you can count on at this very moment. Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world, delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan, providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering. From emergency to aid. From crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you, who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care. Good Tuesday morning, January
7: 23rd. Thanks for starting your midnight hour with us. Time now on WTLP, to be exact is 1222. Welcome in. This is WTOP News. Development locally in Prince George's County has not happened where leaders promised it would. And a strong need remains for housing that's affordable and transit that's accessible.
3: In recent years, there's been a shift toward more development inside the Beltway and near metro stations where the county wants to see growth and away from neighborhoods that have already been built. But there hasn't been enough of a shift.
2: It's important to ensure that we're incentivizing development to locate in centers as per your plan 2035 vision and policy so we can meet those goals.
3: Tony Feltz is the chief of community planning in Prince George's County and he says the planning department might suggest making it easier to build in with increased density inside the beltway.
2: And investigating reducing impact fees and target growth areas.
3: Bigger impact fees and other disincentives could be linked to developments away from the target areas. Some suggestions may need changes to state law though. John Dome
7: in WTOP News. Working. Despite the cold weather out there, this week's focus in D.C. is on summertime. The city is starting accepting applications now for this year's summer jobs program. And residents between the ages of 14 and 24 are encouraged to apply online. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser says last year about 14,000 young people took part in the city's summer jobs program. And now the application window is open once again.
0: It's time to get ready for summer.
7: The program pairs thousands of young people with hundreds of employers so they can receive training and guidance. The idea is to help them develop positive work habits and skills that they can use to get a job in the future.
0: In some cases, that exposure tells them exactly what they want to do when they grow up. And sometimes it shows them exactly what they don't want to do when they grow up. And both are valuable
7: experiences. In the district, Nick I, WTOP News. After that big announcement that the Caps and Wizards want to move to Alexandria of Virginia, Monumental Sports is out listening to people who might be impacted by the project. And over plates of ribs this week, the small business community got a chance to ask some questions.
4: Are you all...
0: Going to come over
4: here? <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't our plan to come over to
2: Virginia. That was a question from Skylar Kelly, owner of Bridge Coffee in Crystal City, to Jordan Silberman, who oversees all Monumental's properties.
0: It is very important for me to know, yes, as a local business owner, but also as a resident of DMV, like, is this happening? Is this real? And then what are we going to do? Like, what's next? And You know, so that I can start preparing. During a discussion with small business
2: owners at Pork Barrel Barbecue in Alexandria, Silverman says they are listening, even to those who are against the project so far.
1: We look at ourselves as we're moving into the neighborhood and we're going to be neighbors for the next 40 years. So we want to make sure that we're listening to people and, and understanding their concerns. In Alexandria,
7: Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. DtLP News Time, now 1225.
3: Sports at 25 and 55.
7: And our first Midnight Hit with Mr. Steve Dresner this morning. We'll start with the NBA and a couple amazing performances
2: for the second-best performance in Minneapolis. Timberwolves' Carl Anthony Towns finished with 62 points and 8 rebounds. However, Charlotte came from behind a beat Minnesota 128-125. to 125. Top performance of the evening goes
3: to Philadelphia center Joel Embiid, 70 points, 18 rebounds, 6